They were not expecting this, and are surprised when I appear in front of their table, muffin in hand. The woman stares at my worn jeans, an oversized cardigan, with the pulled threads exposed. The man, however, is arrested by my face. My skin, that is not light or dark, just something muddy and in-between. High cheekbones, stubborn chin. What he seems most taken with are my eyes. This is not unusual for those who bother to look. I am unremarkable, without them factored in. They are so dark that pupil and iris are virtually indistinguishable, fringed by long lashes that might make them pretty until you take a closer look, and then you will see that they absorb all the light around them and refuse to budge an inch. When looking into them, if you ever do, you will suddenly remember appointments that you should be making and previous engagements that you've forgotten to put in your calendar. Everett Walsh? I pull up a chair next to their table and sit. I look only at the man. The woman needs a bit more time to get over my entrance. What? Oh, yeah, uh, yes, I, I am. That's, um, me. He wipes a bead of sweat under his cap and then discards the cap entirely. The woman frowns at him in disgust. This is my wife, Lynn. Pleasure, she says, her cool, clear voice indicating that it's anything but. They don't recognize me from the bus shelter, and were probably not aware that there had been a bus shelter at all. These are not people accustomed to searching out public transportation. Lucky them. Public transportation in Vancouver is best described as a clusterfuck, to be avoided at all costs unless you're poor or your luxury vehicle is in the shop. Seeing that Lynn has decided to be unhelpful, Everett takes over. Thank you for coming. I mean, I know this is out of the blue and you don't know us, but who referred you to me? Somebody must have for them to have my phone number. Everett blinks. What? Uh, uh, Nobody. We, We hired someone to find you. Now it's my turn to be confused. It's usually the other way around. What are you talking about? Our daughter is missing, Lynn says. Everett glances over at her. I told her that on the phone, honey. Lynn turns to him. Years of history pass between them in the look that they share now. Her daughter is missing. Did you tell her that? I stare at her, with my mouth hanging slightly open. This is the bomb that she expects it to be. For a brief moment, all of the air is sucked out of the room, and an unexpected tension arises. Lynn gives me her full attention now, and even though she doesn't smile, I can tell that behind the sunglasses, she's pleased with herself. Everett clears his throat, opens his mouth to speak, then closes it. We gawp at each other, him and me, until he musters up the courage to try again. She means the baby you put up for adoption 15 years ago. He's concerned about my reaction, which up until this point has been a blank expression. Now I'm tempted to check if there's a floor underneath me, or if I have, as I suspect, fallen down some kind of nightmarish rabbit hole. He pulls a photograph from his wallet and sets it in front of me. A chubby teenage girl with golden skin stares back at me. Though the eyes in the photograph are deeper set and upturned at the edges, there is no denying that they are mine. Almost black, and fathomless. She has dark hair that falls to her shoulders,
darker than mine, and an adorable dimple on her chin. I look past the cataloging of her features to get a sense of what's underneath, what she's hiding. After a moment, I see that she is smiling with her mouth, but the smile doesn't reach her eyes. She is lying to the camera, pretending that she's happy. This is uh, Bonnie, Bronwyn, actually, but we just call her Bonnie. There is pride in Everett's voice. Love, too. I glance at Lynn. She refuses to look at the picture. I munch on my muffin, gathering thoughts that have slipped through the creases in the wooden table and scattered on the floor. Everett can't read my expression, but now that he has started, he can't stop. She went missing almost two weeks ago. We thought she'd gone camping with friends, but... But she lied and stole all the money we keep in the house. She also stole my bank card and withdrew a thousand...